you're listening to Prep Period, the only podcast for teachers that's focused on quick wins and actionable tips that can be implemented in your classroom tomorrow. Prep Period starts in three, two, one. Welcome to the Prep Period Podcast. My name's Brian Bean, I'm your host. Uh, And in today's episode, we're gonna talk all about how to create a social media calendar using an app called Later App. And we're gonna go about the importance and benefits of creating a social media calendar, as well as crafting and delivering effective messages for your audience, right? And then best of all, we're gonna really talk and dive deep into how to create epic content that's engaging and captivating. And we're gonna learn all this from our guest, Vanita Lee Tatum from Mount Eden High School. So welcome, Vanita. Uh, first things first, let's kind of give our listeners a little bit more information about you so they can be a little bit more familiar. So Vanita Lee Tatum, did I say that right? Yes, you did. I love it. Vanita Lee Tatum, beautiful name. Uh, Vanita is a visual artist an educator and small business developer. Uh, so for probably more than 10 years now, Vanita advanced banking initiatives for small businesses in the Bay Area of California, near and dear to my heart. I lived there for a couple years. Uh, Today, she uses the skills acquired during her time as a banking VP to help organizations create financial growth. Vanita is passionate about helping young entrepreneurs develop the skills to build community and execute strategies to start and grow their own businesses. Um, And if I remember correctly, you mentioned that you teach primarily entrepreneurs in a high school setting, correct? Correct. I love I, it. Okay, so uh, our topic, main topic of the day is the social media calendar. Now, I have to admit, I am an old uh, fuddy-duddy, for lack of a better term, um, and I have no idea what a social media calendar is, so could you please shed some light on that? Yeah, uh, Absolutely. So a social media calendar is essentially um, spreadsheets or apps that are used to schedule social media posts in advance. So they allow you to plan when um, content and also what type of content will be shared, uh, manage social media campaigns, track deadlines, and most importantly, um, understand the results of your Uh, post. Gotcha, so it's, it's, uh, it's a organizational tool wouldn't necessarily say time management, but more like uh, to set up a schedule for reminders. Um, again, I'm, I'm very much a novice when it comes to social media. So I, I guess it would make sense, though, to stay relevant. You've got to keep on top of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, sometimes doing that can be overwhelming, just spending the time it takes to schedule or create one post and then share it. And then all the individual elements that go into that and follow up, et cetera, it can become overwhelming, which could deter some people from having an effective um, method with sharing. Gotcha. And if I remember correctly, you, you really utilize a particular software called later app. Yes. Tell me about later app. I'm not familiar. Yeah, so um, the Later app is is actually a tool that allows the user to visually plan, schedule, publish, and measure the results of their Instagram and other um, social media 
post. So you can also use it for Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. But essentially, it allows you to, um, through what they call a grid preview, to, to drag and drop your images hmm. uh, in a format that's visually appealing. And you can schedule up to a month's worth of posts in advance. Oh, wow. So it, the interface is almost kind of like a publisher type interface where you where you're creating a visual the way you want it to. And then you can just build them out and set the schedule and then it launches them out from that one app to all the different social media platforms. Yes, it does. And you have the option to set up the automatic feature, which means you schedule a date and time. And while you're having coffee or in a meeting, um, <laughs> your posts are being published on your behalf or you can schedule a reminder uh, if you want to have a little bit more control, mm. say you want to make an edit or add a link. Um, there's different features that you can utilize. It'll send you a reminder and say, hey, it's time for your post to go out and you can go in and manually share it. So you have that, that degree of control. Wow. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Now, is this, I'm assuming it, there's a web-based platform. You can go to a website and do it. Um, but then with, whenever I hear app, I think of a phone app. Is there also an app that you actually download onto your phone and can use? Yeah, that's a great question because there is an app, but I find that the desktop um, version is easier to navigate. Also, it has a ton more features. So I think it's really designed for you to start off on the desktop. Um, but of course, it does have the app. Hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Is there any kind of a cost associated with it or is it a free app? Um, both. So you can use the, the free level of the service and you can get up to um, 30 days um, advanced level of post. Oh, okay. Can, yeah, and they have different levels of subscription according to your needs. So they have um, just different analytics that become available, different features and such. But I, I actually use the app itself and I started off just using the free service and it works great. Awesome. So if you're a casual, somebody posting, you know, maybe a teacher who wants to be active on social media for the students, and, but you're not going full business mode where you need to be really marketing, that's one level. But if you want to go in deep, there's a lot more different levels to it kind of a thing. Definitely. Oh, that's fantastic. That's awesome. I can, I can think of a lot of different ways where a teacher would want to like when I was in the, I'm not in the classroom anymore. When I was in the classroom, there's all this pressure that, to teachers who need to be more active on social media, give their students a chance to engage in that way, especially if you teach a marketing class because, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, we're at Stucan. Social media marketing is our bread and butter. So clearly, I mean, that's the way the, the business future is heading. So this sounds like a phenomenal tool for those who don't have maybe necessarily all the skill sets that they might need. This sounds like a good way to kind of introduce them to that, right? Um, oh, yes. So on that, let's let's talk about maybe some tips, right? Because it's one thing to have a great tool, but if you don't have good content, then the tool doesn't do you a whole lot of good. So I'm curious, what are some, some tips, maybe three or four tips you can think of that you can share about how to craft an effective message for your audience? Yeah, of course. So... Um, there's essentially five elements um, that go into creating an engaging post. And that includes having a relevant visual. So something that's interesting, eye-popping. If it's a photo image, making sure it's high quality, 
or you can share an infographic, a carousel, a video. Um, making That's number one, making sure that your target audience is included is number two. Um, what I mean by that, first of all, you have to understand who your target audience is, yeah. the level um, of development, but making sure that your ideal customer, your target audience can see themselves in what it is you have to share. And also that's, that includes visually as well as with the captions, which is number three. So having a clever caption, um, something that's um, fun, something that's engaging, interesting. Um, and then of course, purposeful hashtags, number four. A lot of the social media industry experts recommend having a minimum of 10 hashtags and later actually has a tool that can help you um, go through the process of creating and compiling hashtags that are relevant for your, your brand. Oh, okay. And That's interesting. Like, uh, I, I always wondered, how do you get some hashtags that are trending versus others? How do you know if you want to get the right attention for your post, what hashtag to use, or if you just make up some random hashtag that nobody cares about, it's not going to do you any good. So they actually have tools in there to help with that. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, there's a suite of tools um, that they have. Also supplemental resources that include, this is great for teachers, um, includes like downloadable um, documents that can be used to plan out Instagram stories or organize a campaign or a product launch. Um, there's a hashtag guide in there that can be downloaded. They also have a bunch of different webinars and um, some case studies that are available from like real life user success stories wow. that can sh yeah, share how they actually built their brand through um, using later. And that sounds, uh, it's like a teacher's dream come true. It's like a ton of supplemental curriculum resources for activities that you could build off of that. Have you used some of that in your class? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm totally obsessed with it. I spend hours going through the materials I've shared, um, some of the courses, um, the videos for, with my students. And we're in the process of um, doing a virtual fashion show and there's going to be a social media campaign that will be planned out through using the Later app. So all of my students are familiar with how to yeah, that's awesome. use the program. That's awesome. So, uh, sorry, I cut you off. We're in the middle of a list. I keep wanting to go back to the first one because as soon as you said image, I thought, you know what? It so I... I'm a sneaky guy on Facebook. Every time I post something on Facebook, I always post a picture of my newborn six-month-old baby girl. Because nice. even if it has nothing to do with the post, because I know that if I have a cute picture, people will read my post. Versus oh, yeah. if I, so it's cheating, I know, but it works. It's effective. So I thought it was really, I thought it was so appropriate that that was your number one thing on your list. But now I got my baby girl shout out out of the way. Let's get back to your list. I'll be quiet. I have a baby as well. A seven, um, excuse me, nine months. I was going to say seven months. Time flies. She's nine months. Mm. And um, I think the highest engagements are when I post pictures of my baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we got, so we got image is number one. Number mm -hmm. two, understand your audience. Number three was hashtag. Clever caption. Clever captions. Clickbait. Hey, clever captions. Number four was hashtag. What's number five? That will be your call to action. So you're essentially, when you're marketing, you are um, moving from a, a place of having a strategy. So you have to have an intention set. 
And a call to action is essentially what you want your, your viewer or your audience to do upon um, receiving the message. So be that drop a link or excuse me, <laughs> drop a comment in the chat or click link in bio or DM message me um, for more details. Some or, kind of actionable engagement. Yeah, it, 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 yeah it's, it's intended to engage the user. I love it. I love it. So we've got these five things and we had talked before we started the podcast about how to make epic and I love that you use the word epic, epic kind of content. Um, so obviously there's this guide, we've got our image, we've got all these different things. Um, what if you're not quite sure what your subject matter and your voice is that you're trying to express in your, in your, uh, posts. Do you have any recommendations for students who are struggling with that? They're not quite sure where to go. How do they find that voice? Yeah, I would say first and foremost, just kind of experiment with what's authentic for them. Um, when we started this school year, one of the very first things that I did, I assigned our students to, to create a mood board on Pinterest about like their passions, their interests, and they started to learn a lot about themselves just based on what they love, what, what they're into. They're experts in their own regard on certain topics. And so I would tap into what's authentic um, for you, um, what's fun, what's interesting, and go from there. Usually the process will begin to unfold and all these tips and tricks become easier to implement because it's something that's of interest that you would want to learn or share regardless. Mm. But you apply the business strategy to it and it becomes the next big thing. Ah, I think that's great. I think that's great. Um, so do you have, can you think of any particular examples from your students? Is there any that really pop out where you're like, this student did this thing and I just loved it. And it really kind of encapsulated all that I'm trying to share. Yeah, so we just recently did an assignment um, where students are learning how to create a one minute video. And there's some, well, first of all, there, there's a lot of different things that go into creating a one minute video, but the purpose is to deliver a message in a concise manner and reach your audience in a way that's interesting and fun, but it's only for just one minute. Mm -hmm. And so there's a couple of elements that go into that as well. And when you start a one minute video, you have about three seconds to capture the interest of the listener or the viewer. And um, the way you do that is by creating some type of hook, you know, just yeah. something interest that will make them say, Hmm, that's interesting. Um, and then you go into a story. Storytelling is critically important. And we do that through all of our engagements, but having an interesting story to tell that's relevant to whatever topic you want to share and providing some type of solution to a problem. As entrepreneurs, I, I teach entrepreneurship. So as entrepreneurs, we're always seeking to solve problems. So you identify a pain that the customer or the viewer may be having and you share a solution. And again, I mentioned call to action earlier, but that's really important um, to include some type of instruction around engagement because you don't want them to just view and move on. You want them to engage. That's how you build your audience and essentially um, have the opportunity to offer your product or service. So we had an assignment where students had to create their own version of a one minute video based on what we've learned. And I was blown away um, with some of the um, 
creations that came out of it. I gave them the opportunity to take the assignment and make it their own. I noticed that students were really afraid um, with, with this approach because they didn't want to mess up. They wanted to hit all the high points and do everything perfect. Yeah, um, check so the boxes. I, yeah, so, and as you know, I'm a visual artist. And so I really believe that it's important to be able to make mistakes. Um, when we're unable to make mistakes, we stifle our creativity. And when you're talking about building a social media campaign and creating posts, it's all about creativity. And you, you may not hit the nail on the head every time, but the more we practice, the better um, outcomes we have. The Later app, I'm jumping around, but the Later app, um, it has an analytics um, capability. It will help you understand um, how, like the reach that your post is having, um, the impact that it's having, is it getting the level of engagements? And that's all gonna be based on um, the strategy that we use to build the content. And so I've seen my students respond to this in a way that's amazing because they're on social media 24 seven, but now they're seeing um, the content and sharing content through a different lens. Um, so for me, that's like the epitome of my joy when I see that translated um, through the work. And I'm learning from them as well because there's new platforms um, that are becoming available and we have to be very flexible in the way we adjust and learn new information. Wow, oh, I love it. You know, and I can just imagine there's, I can't be the only one. So there, there's gonna be teachers out there who, you know, they're tasked with teaching these students about how to be successful in this world that the student grew up in and the teacher did not. And so it's very intimidating for a lot of teachers out there, particularly when it comes to social media content and, and that subject matter to try to teach these students, like I'm supposed to teach you and I guarantee you know more about this than I do. So a tool like this later app sounds like a fantastic addition to any course and curriculum as a resource. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for your time. And uh, I know that I've learned a tremendous amount from this and I just want to say thank you very much for all that you've done. It's my pleasure. Enjoy the app. Thank you. And well, thanks so much to Vanita for coming on. Uh, once again, this podcast has proven to be uh, an educational experience for me. I had no idea about Later App. I've always been intimidated a little bit by social media. I'm hopefully I'm not the only teacher out there is like that, or I'm going to feel really silly. Uh, but I highly recommend uh, all of you who teach social media, that seems like a, a phenomenal tool, not only for your personal use, but also something to get your students involved in. And I think that'd be great. It could be really utilized heavily in you know some project-based learning opportunities. Um, and so you can get that, that app. Uh, amazingly, the website is www.later.com dot com l-a-t-e-r.com <laughs> i don't know how anybody nowadays gets a one word domain name but good for them so later.com um and or obviously you could google later app if you can't remember later.com um also if any of the teachers and the listeners out there want to connect with vanita uh she'd love to uh provide any additional help or, or insights for teachers who are teaching these kinds of subjects. She has a tremendous background, particularly in entrepreneurship. Uh, she said, go ahead and just reach out to her. You can go to her website, www.vanitaleetatum.com. That is Vanita, V, 
A-N-I-T-A-L-E-E-T-A-T-U-M, vanitalatum.com. Okay. Uh, as far as a, a parting thought for the day, a kind of a final thought, uh, I loved how Vanita had, had brought up the concept of storytelling. You know, storytelling is something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I came from a family of storytellers. I uh, actually was listening to a, a kind of a webinar the other day with Matthew McConaughey, and he had mentioned how his family was storytellers, and that every day uh, around the table, they didn't say, you know, tell me about your day. Or instead, they said, all right, tell me a story from your day. And I've thought about that concept a lot and how that could come into play with teaching. And especially when you're doing a project-based learning uh, or if you teach any kind of thing with marketing, social media, business, any kind of class like that, or literature, history, man, life is all about stories. Uh, and giving your students opportunities through various different media to tell any kind of story, but more importantly, to tell their story is a phenomenal educational opportunity that's going to give those students some kind of uh, engagement level that they don't get any other way to really enhance that intrinsic motivation that we're always looking for. I love the idea of storytelling. I love the idea of bringing that involved in education. And I think that that's the best way to elevate what we're all trying to do. So with that, uh, I say, hey, thank you very much. As always, uh, I appreciate you guys listening to our podcast. If you know anybody you think would be a, a great guest or if you're interested, reach out to me at brian.bean at stewkent.com, B-R-I-A-N dot bean, just like the vegetable, stewkent.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying awake. Stay healthy. Love y'all.